Good morning, Manchester, and to those of you in surrounding towns, welcome to Hour 2 of Gerard at Large. I am your busy host, Rich Gerard. Thanks for tuning in. You can find us online at GerardAtLarge.com, and you can find us on Facebook and Twitter, also at Gerard at Large, where we encourage you to like us and to follow us because we just want to be loved. All right, looks like there's going to be a shakeup in Concord as uh, Speaker Jasper is on his way to be commissioner of agriculture here in the state. I really don't have any comment about that, but it will be interesting to see who will succeed him as speaker because this isn't a let's wait till the term is over thing. And this is a. (laughs) Uh, This is a um, whatchamacallit. Well, it's going to happen sooner than later so there's going to need to be another vote for speaker and it'll be interesting to see who emerges i'm sure that jockeying is already in full swing based on that announcement uh but there are some things that um uh, i i maybe the smart money's on Lori um Lori sanborn who lost jasper by i think just two votes in the last election i'm getting word gene chandler hmm well, that might make some sense in as much as Chandler has been a speaker before and maybe you go to a guy mid-year, but we'll we'll see what's, uh, oh, well, my sources are telling me Laurie's not going to make it. Hmm. So, well, I guess, you know, a lot of, a lot of times when you run against uh, somebody who is controversial, you, you get a lot of support from people uh, that aren't for you so much as they are against somebody else. And when that, when that uh, uh, source of frustration is removed uh, or that source of opposition is removed, then people, uh, people go on and make other decisions. So it'll be, see, it'll be interesting to see what happens. So, uh, yeah, President Trump is uh, roiling the country again. And, you know, for all you people out there who say uh, stupid things like, I just wish he'd stop tweeting. <laughs> you don't get it, do you? Stop belly aching about the tweets and take a look at the substance of what he's doing. And take a look at what he's done as president, the obstacles in Congress notwithstanding. And by executive order, he has repealed a whole lot of really bad executive orders that the prior occupant of the White House gave us. And it seems to be having the desired effect on the economy. I do think it's going to take a whole lot of time. Maybe not as much as people think, but, uh, you know, obviously a country that's seen its average household income crash in the last 10 years. I mean, we're not we're not talking about losing, you know, losing, uh, you know, uh, the value of inflation. We're talking about absolute declines in actual earnings. Uh, you know, we're talking about a whole lot of people who had their hours cut back, their, you know, their, their, their jobs made part time, uh, their salaries reduced, uh, all kinds of, or if nothing else, hey, listen, if you were making today what you were making 10 years ago, well, you're not really making what you were making 10 years ago. It's what you were making 10 years ago, minus the cost of, of money, minus the impact of inflation. But uh, Trump is, I- I'll tell you, he's stupid like a fox. Let's take a look at this uh, NBC thing. Maybe you want to weigh it on this. 
threatening their threatening their licenses uh, be, for all of the fake news. He particularly irritated over a story that um, NBC News ran saying that uh, uh, you know Tillerson, Rex Tillerson, Secretary Tillerson, had to be persuaded to stay in the administration by the vice president, and that he called the president a moron. Both are both things that Tillerson flatly denies. Right. I mean, I, I don't know. I saw Tillerson's press conference where he just hammered uh, at these at these allegations. You know what I'm saying? So th- these guys are running around. The planet is on fire. Some parts of the country, literally. And they're they're running articles about Melania's shoes. No joke. Uh, you know, as she she visited or, or or a blazer that she wore when she visited some shelter in West Virginia uh, or this or that. And, and they're, they're busy about you know, publishing these stories. Uh, uh, everybody in he hates everybody inside the White House and they what? So what's Trump doing? He said, hey, you know, like if you guys are going to make up stories, maybe you shouldn't have a broadcast license. Now, do I really think that? It doesn't work that way. Individual stations are licensed. This station is licensed. But he's he's raising the dialogue uh, or the rhetoric to another level to underscore his his mission, which is to push back against those that need to be pushed back against. Look, folks, I know. Walking, well, did you think that draining the swamp was going to be an easy thing? Did you think that Swan, he was going to be able to walk in and get rid of all these uh, bad guys without a fight? So it looks like it looks like a total and complete mess. But you know what? When a Republican politician stands up for him or herself in this country, this is what you get. And this is why, frankly, Republicans have been panty wastes. Chickens. You know, it's kind of funny. You know, I learned that Sean Jasper is a poultry farmer. Well, maybe maybe he can he can cut a deal with the Republicans in the state and in the nation. They could go down to his farm and they can all pose with chickens and they can come up with a new logo. Because they're a bunch of chicken fighters. They're like the French army. They fly the they fly the white flag and they walk they march in the opposite direction of battle because they the people will say bad things about them. People will not be nice. They'll call them names. And yes, it's unpleasant. Take it from somebody who's been through it and is in the middle of it because of, yeah, because of just, you know, despicable, you know, liberals with their agendas that can't, they, when they can't deal with the message, they will always come after the messenger. If you're that messenger, you have two choices. You can cower in a corner like Jeb Bush did when Hillary Clinton attacked over his statement that, uh, you know, defunding Planned Parenthood was the way to go. Remember that? That's how I that that was the day I knew Donald Trump was going to win because the news stories about how after Hillary attacked, he walked back his comments and explained and clarified and did all that crap. My wife and I were in the kitchen listening to, you know, listening to the radio when that news report came over. And my wife said, and that's why I'm voting for Donald Trump. Because if she'd gone after Trump, she he would have stuffed it right back at her. That's when I knew Donald Trump was going to win the Republican primary and it wasn't going to be close. 
Because if, if, if my wife is saying that, I can only imagine how broad the support is going to be because my wife isn't exactly, you know, she doesn't eat, sleep, drink, live and breathe politics. She's, she's pretty much your average person when it comes to this stuff. So now Trump, you know, the, the list of things that he's been able to accomplish is actually pretty impressive. But with the unified opposition of the Democrats to everything he's trying. I, I saw an article today, you know, former Republican senator tells, oh, who is that guy? Robert Reich, former labor secretary, you know, <laughs> that uh, once they pass their tax reform bill, they're going to move to impeach Trump, the Republicans in Congress. Oh, please. But so now you've got the so you've got the and you've got a, a handful of holdouts in the in the House and Senate who who just now that they have the opportunity to do what they've campaigned on just won't do it. The only one who gets a pass on the Republican Party for not voting in in favor of repealing Obamacare is Susan Collins, Senator for Maine, as ridiculous as she is. In the Republican Party, she at least never campaigned on repealing and replacing Obamacare. So she's being entirely consistent with her campaign promises to the people of Maine. Everybody else, they've got a a slow, burning hot road to hell with the electorate. That's why guys like Bob Corker are stepping down. Expect more. So now Trump is saying, okay, well, gee, I think I have the authority under the law to do this. So what's he doing? He's taking Rand Paul's idea of allowing people to affiliate to create a, an insurance buying pool to do so. Because under the laws for association buying, they can cross state lines and they don't have to follow the Obamacare mandates. This, of course, has got people across the country freaking out. Substandard plans will be offered. Oh, the first thought that I heard, well, the first thought I had when I heard that is, gee, I remember when Applebee's was offering its employees, its part-time employees, health insurance here in the state of New Hampshire, and somebody dropped a dime and ratted them out to the health, uh, the the insurance department because their policies apparently weren't meeting the state's minimum requirements for health insurance policies in the state of New Hampshire. So they were faced with a choice: either drop the plan or make it conform to standards. Well, they couldn't afford to make it conform to standards, either as a company or the part-time employees who were getting it. So they dropped the plan. And I remember the news articles in the union leader where all these employees were complaining that they'd lost their health insurance because the state of New Hampshire made it unaffordable for them. Now, that's a solution, isn't it? So he's taking Rand Paul's idea using existing law to make it happen he repealed the requirement that birth control be provided to all plan participants free of charge i guess the lawsuit from the little sisters of the poor is no longer needed because everybody knows that nuns should be required to have a health insurance plan that recovers that, that provides any and all contraceptive a uh, contraception available free of charge to the people who are covered by the plan Oh, but Rich, not all of their employees are, okay, if I have to pay for your birth control, 
That's not... Can we please take responsibility for our decisions somewhere? And now the big one that he just dropped the bomb on, and this is precious, he announced apparently yesterday <laughs> that the subsidies that are being paid uh, to, to float the health insurance exchanges are going away. <laughs> so if the Republicans won't, and I know exactly what he's doing, and anybody with half a brain knows exactly what he's doing. And he's made some overture to fund something. I, I, I caught some of the details, but not enough to talk about it. What, what, what he's doing is he is going to light the fire so hot under these Republicans that have refused to do what they said they were going to do, that he's going to make them do it. Mark my words here and now. You've heard me say it before, but I want you to write this one down. In the 2018 midterm elections, Donald Trump is going to engage in a scorched earth policy against Democrats and Republicans alike that have stood in the way of him being able to honor the promises he made to the people of the United States of America as a candidate for president. Promises that every single Republican, save for Susan Collins, made in their campaigns for election or re-election. He will make no distinction based on party. He will break himself free of the Republican label, he will still call himself a Republican, but he will hit the campaign trail and it will be known as a war path. There are, what, 25 Democrats up for a re-election in this, in this election cycle. 15 of them are in solid red states where they are in trouble. And there are a number of Republican congressmen who are probably staring retirement or defeat in the face because they will be primaried and the White House will put its muscle behind uh, uh, behind the people who will take out their diehard enemies. You are going to see a midterm election like none before. And Donald Trump will not only drain the swamp. Or try to drain the swamp in this election, he is going to break the two party system into little pieces And I predict that this midterm election will not only toss a lot of people who have just been oppositional to the president because he is Donald Trump. But he is going to shatter the existing paradigm and it's going to cause a complete and total reformation of the American political system. This is Gerard at Large. 